28 Av, Tzadik, His Conversations, 543. The Rebbe spoke to us many times about the importance of trying to bring people closer to God. He told us to make an effort to talk to people a great deal so as to inspire them and bring them back to God. He even wanted us to speak to people about everyday matters because of the chance that the conversation might develop into something that would inspire them spiritually. If we could only elicit the faintest response, a fleeting thought of repentance or a temporary enthusiasm, it would still be very worthwhile. How much more so, then, considering that we might eventually succeed in really inspiring them and bringing them to serve God genuinely, if we were to speak with them over and over again. There is nothing greater than to bring a person to serve God. This is discussed throughout the rabbinic literature, and especially in the Holy Zohar, as, for example, where it says, Happy is the one who takes the wicked by the hand. Through him, God is praised in all the worlds. The Rebbe spoke to us about this at length, over and over again, and in all kinds of different ways. He urged us to talk to people and bring them back to God. Several times he reproached us for being sluggish about it, and once he called us dry wood because we were not giving birth to souls who would come closer to God through us. Once, after Shabbat, a number of us were standing around him, including some of his leading followers, and he spoke for several hours, criticizing us because of this. He even wanted us to go traveling with the express purpose of talking Rabbi to Nachman's people. wisdom. His wisdom, 261. The following was found in one of our manuscripts. It was written by one of our group and is neither in order nor well edited. This is what could be gathered from it. It is written, Jacob dwelt in the land of his father's sojournings, in the land of Canaan. These are Jacob's offspring, Joseph. Genesis 37, verses 1 to 2. It is also written, My foot stands on a sound place. In congregations I will bless God. Psalms 26, 12. The foot is faith. See Likutei Moharan 2, 80. It supports the Torah and all good traits. Thus, the Talmud teaches that the prophet Habakkuk included all the commandments of the Torah in one principle. The righteous man shall live by his faith. Habakkuk 2.4, Makot 24a. Faith is the foundation and root of all Torah and devotion. Faith must be clear and pure without admixture, iruv. It must not be in the category of evening, erev. It is written, A man of faith abounds in blessings, Proverbs 28.20. Faith is the channel for every benefit the and blessing. Book. Sleep. B. 1. The holier a person is, the less sleep he requires. 2. Too much sleep and slumber causes a person to be pushed away from the seat of holiness. His face changes and his godly image is marred. 3. Reciting each of the 15 psalms that begin a song of ascent, Psalms 120-134, to is a segula for eliminating sleepiness. 4. A person who finds that he cannot sleep should think about his belief in the resurrection of the dead. A Ritual Slaughterer B. 1. When ritual slaughterers are devout, 
the meat they provide brings people to have compassion for one another. The inverse is also the case, as the meat of ritual slaughterers who are not devout causes people to lack Kitsur Lukute Moharan 2. Lesson number 26. 1. A person must avoid drunkenness and make certain not to drink beyond his capacity. This is because when a person drinks too much and becomes intoxicated, the forces of the other side then gain the upper hand. The person grows angry and enraged, and he can come to evil behavior, God forbid. No, furthermore, that Moses, our teacher, is clothed within each and every limb of every single Jew, and he reminds each and every limb to perform the commandment corresponding to it, since the 248 positive Torah commandments correspond to the 248 limbs of the body. Through drunkenness, however, a person comes to forget these commandments. Lesson number 27. 1. A person who is an administrator or a leader of the community, who leads properly and honestly, and who makes sure to impose the burden of taxes fairly upon each person as is fitting, taxing this one heavily and that one lightly, according to each one's situation, thereby nullifies the four evil traits of idolatry, adultery, sexual immorality, murder, and slander. Lesson number 28. 1. There are differences between Torah teachings. Some teachings are meant to be recorded in writing, while others are not meant to be recorded in writing. A person who knows how to distinguish and to recognize the difference between those Torah teachings that are meant to be recorded and those that are not meant to be recorded is also able to recognize a Jew even if he is standing among many Gentiles. stories. The thief. They then began to argue. There was one large garment and one small garment. The thief said that since he was the one who knew about them, he should get the larger one. The poor man, on the other hand, said that he deserved it, since he was the man of destiny, and it was because of destiny that the theft was successful. Let us take our dispute to the king, declared the poor man. How could you possibly do that? asked the thief. It does not matter, said the poor man. I will go and ask him. If you do that, said the thief, and actually ask the king, then I will give you the large garment of my own accord. The thief went with him to the king. Reclining next to the king was a man who told the king stories to put him to sleep. The two of them took the bed with the king sleeping on it and carried it to another room. When the king woke up, he thought that he was in his usual place. The poor man began to tell the king the story of the two thieves. When he ended, he asked the king, Who deserves the larger garment? Reb Letters, Year 1 Letter number 211. Greetings to all our comrades with a great and mighty love, in particular to my dear learned friend, Reb Shimshon. May his light shine. All these words were meant for you too. Take heart and be strong. This world is utter vanity, and nothing remains of a person except his Torah, prayer, and good deeds. Even if everyone knows this, it does not change the fact that it is absolute, clear, pure, and undeniable truth, which a person must remember every single day. Today I studied the verse, Isaiah 46. A voice says, Call. What shall I call? All flesh is like grass, 
and all a man's kindness like a flower of the field. Rashi comments on this verse, All those who elevate themselves will have their greatness overturned and will be as the grass. Or, alternatively, all flesh is like grass can mean that the end of man is to die. When I studied this today, it was if I were seeing it for the first time. May you really take these words to heart simply and sincerely. Do not be afraid because a man grows rich. Today I realized that someone who is sincerely looking for the truth will constantly see that all the books are crying out and issuing fearsome proclamations to return to the truth. I am holding myself back with all my strength from writing any more through the mail, especially during these times. May God give truth to Jacob. Letter number 212 With thanks to God, Monday, Vayichi, 5596, Nemerov Greetings to my beloved son, dear to me as my own heart and soul, Rabbi Yitzchak. May his light shine. I received your letter through Rabbi Nachman of Tolchin at the beginning of Hanukkah. You understand for yourself that it was simply impossible to answer you until now. First of all, I must devote a great deal of time to our comrades during these days. Secondly, I had no one with whom to send you the kind of response I wanted. You already know that the work that I have with each one of the few people who comes to me is far more monumental a task than engaging in business, litigation, or other pursuits with thousands of people. Matters which pertain to true religious devotion are above all else, and it was therefore impossible to take the time to sit down and write you the kind of letter you deserve. In addition to this, I really did not know what to write you. You already know and have heard everything, and the Rebbe has already restored our souls with words of perfect rightness, splendid pearls of wisdom. I know for a fact that many people more righteous than yourself have also endured everything you are experiencing. Many of them were well-known figures and leaders of their generations. In practically every case, the primary cause was sadness and depression, which trips up a person in all sorts of ways. It saps the strength and intensifies the physical urges. It brings on downheartedness and discouragement. It is responsible for all kinds of internal distractions, which, though they cannot be described in writing, an intelligent person can easily recognize. Nussen's letters, year two, letter number 462. With God's help, Monday, Devarim, 5604. Uman. Warm greetings, blessing, life, and all good to my dear beloved son. The illustrious and learned Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live. Along with all his children, may they live. I received your lengthy letter yesterday, and I read it carefully, twice. I do not understand, my dear son, your complaint that I should judge you favorably. Could you even consider that I do not always judge you favorably? This is all the more so since nothing you have done to me is contrary to my will. So I have no reason to judge you favorably. I do not know who told you on my behalf that I was upset with you, God forbid, because you did something against my will, God forbid. All I said about this was that I was a little sorry and that I felt great pity for you and for those of our beloved fine comrades who, like you, 
sincerely and intensely yearn to be with me all the time. But then the barriers array themselves so thickly that even for the wedding of my son, may he live, a mountain stood between us, and neither you nor your brother Reb Shachna, may he live, could be with me at the wedding. I never considered being upset with you, though, God forbid. I only spoke in a general way about how the barriers to holiness spread themselves out in this world, and about how they vehemently assail every person. And even though a person knows about this, sometimes, given his level, he cannot and should not force matters too much in order to overcome them. There is a great deal to say about this matter, and most likely you have heard much from me about it already. It is certainly true that I would rather you not be so busy with your job at the post office, and that you would receive your livelihood in some less time-consuming way from another source, so that you could study and pray more and converse more with your Creator. But what can you do? It is good to thank God, in spite of your job at the post office, you still travel for Rosh Hashanah each year, as well as for Shavuot and Shabbat Hanukkah, and occasionally you also travel in the middle of the year as well. This is the entire holy teaching of Azamra. I will sing to my God with what I have left, the Kutei Moharan 1, 282, and of They will obtain happiness and joy, grief and sighing will flee, the Kutei Moharan 2, 23. Namely, that a person needs to drag the grief and sighing into happiness and to turn everything into joy, that nonetheless, in his compassion, God did not make him a Gentile, and so on. And while I was somewhat pleased by your letter, from which I understood that you are practicing his bodhidut and expressing yourself before God with some regularity, for this is the key to everything, still, I do not want you to do so much needless and extraneous thinking, Just thank God who has helped you thus far. Thank Him for the past and request over the future for whatever you need in a general way and specifically and express yourself before Him as I have frequently discussed. I would like to elaborate further, but I am extremely busy with the holy building. I intend to travel this coming Thursday, God willing, to Teravitsa for Shabbat and from there to Cherin for Shabbat Nachamu. Salvation is in God's hands. May He guide me on paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Regarding my son, your brother, Reb David Zvi, may His light shine. The pain and anguish that I have over him is deep indeed, especially since I have been informed that he is not feeling well. May God heal him. I was also informed yesterday that your son, my grandson, David Zvi, may he live, has no teacher and no study partner. I am surprised that you said nothing to me about this. I will be sure to speak with Reb Nachman and have him travel to Teplik today to offer him some good advice on this matter. Most likely everything will be fine. Do not be upset over this. I trust God that Reb Nachman, may his light shine, will bring you a good report on this matter. The final point is that the words of the tzaddik our master, teacher, and Rebbe of blessed memory, are true, right, firm, and established, that it is necessary to beseech God for everything. We have no one to lean on but our Father in Heaven, and this is especially true for such a poor, destitute, and persecuted man as myself. But God's power to save is abundant, 
May the Comforter of Zion and Jerusalem soon save us and console us and bring us to joy over his salvation. The words of your Father, extremely busy and waiting for salvation. Praise God, in the straits God gave us relief and the setting of the roof beams is already completed. My upper room is already finished and today they are placing the lattice work. God willing, tomorrow they will begin covering it with the shingles. But there are still great expenses involved in order to buy the tiles and to pay the laborers. God is our hope. Rav Yemar Bar Chashuye, Rav Yemar Sava, Rav Yemar Bered Rav Hillel, Yanai Hakadmon, Rabbi Yanai Raba, Rabbi Yanai Bar Bered Rav Yanai Sava, Rabbi Yanai Zeira, Rabbi Yanai Bar Shimon Berebi, Rabbi Yanai Chamui de Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Yanai Bar Ami Hakohen, Rabbi Yanai Bar Yishmael, Rabbi Yanai Kapudka, Rabbi Yanai Bar Nachmani, Rabbi Yanai Achua de Rabbi Chia Bar Abba, Rabbi Yanai Bar Shmuel Bar Yanai, Rabbi Yanta Bar Chinena, Yaabetz ben Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, Rabbi Yaabetz, Rabbi Yaakov ben Bito Shel Elisha, Rabbi Yaakov ben Kurshai, Rabbi Yaakov Stam in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yaakov Stam the Gemara, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Chanina, Rabbi Yaakov Ish Kfar Hananya, Rabbi Yaakov de Kfar Hanan, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha, Rabbi Yaakov Achuha de Rav Acha Bar Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Barate de Rav Acha Bar Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha Bar Idi, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Abba, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Rav Idi, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Bat Yaakov, Rav Yaakov bar Idi bar Oshaya, Rav Yaakov bar Ada, Rabbi Yaakov bar Ada bar Atalia, Rabbi Yaakov bar Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov bar Bat Shmuel, Rabbi Yaakov bar Giori, Rabbi Yaakov Gvulaa, Rabbi Yaakov bar Nachmani. Prayers 2, Prayer number 39 on the Kutei Moharan 2, 78. Master of the world, what shall I say? You know everything about me, but you informed us that we must pray with full expression and that you hear the prayer of every mouth. I rely on this to come to you now with prayer and pleading, Master of Compassion, Master of Kindness, Master of Mercy and Graciousness. I hope to rise quickly and come to the land of Israel from where I am. Perhaps there I will gain attainments. Perhaps there I will find a way and a path strength and true counsel that I will keep, so that I will truly come close to you with love and fear, and truly return to you from now and forever. My Father in heaven, you who think thoughts so that none will be cast away from you, do not put me to shame because of my hope, do not disappoint my hope, and do not shut your ears to my outcry. Do not close your heart to your impoverished brother. Do not hide your face from my yearning and longing. How I have longed and desired to truly return to you. May you feel deep compassion for me. From now on, bring me truly close to you to serve you 
Do not treat me in accordance with my sins. Do not recompense me in accordance with my deeds. You know my inclinations. You know where I stand from beginning to end. Everything is in your hand to remove my evil heart, my stiff neck, my insistent desires, and my insolent body. I have done wrong. Everything is in your hand, might and strength, and the power to magnify and strengthen everything. I cast my burden upon you alone. I rely, depend, and lean on you alone. You are mighty and powerful to save. You can do everything. No purpose can be withheld from you. Who can question what you do? Bring me back, and I will return, for you are Hashem, my God. Heal me, Hashem, and I will be healed, with a healing of both soul and body. Save me, and I will be saved, because you are my praise. Graciously send me gifts from the treasury of unearned gifts, in the might and merit of the great tzaddikim who are truly humble, who walk in true simplicity, and truly make themselves entirely unsophisticated. You alone know their great holiness, exaltedness, and forceful might. They have the power to raise and elevate even me from where I am, to bring me close to you, to bring me quickly to the land of Israel, and to help me repair everything that I have damaged. May I not leave this world until, aided by their power, I rectify everything that I destroyed. God, create within me a pure heart, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Restore the joy of your salvation to me, and may a generous spirit support me. Help me. Save me. I stretch my hands out to you alone. I stretch my hands out to you. My soul turns to you like a weary land. From the end of the earth I call to you when my heart faints. On the rock that is too high for me, you lead me. My soul yearns to exhaustion for the courtyards of Hashem. My heart and flesh sing to the God of my life. God, you are my God, I will seek you. My spirit is thirsty for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land without water. As I saw you in the sanctuary, so may I see your might and your honor. Have compassion on us. Therefore, may it be your will, Hashem our God and God of our fathers, great in kindness and doing prodigious work good, that you will have compassion on me in your vast compassion and direct me, Teach me and guide me in the ways of true simplicity and guilelessness. May I be wholehearted with you, Hashem, my God, and do your will simply and directly, in complete and upright faith, without any futile cleverness at all. You know that our only way to come close to you is by means of total simplicity and innocence, with true and complete faith. I believe and understand, if only from a distance, that even in the depth of our present descent in this intensely bitter exile of body and soul, there exist ways of simplicity, guilelessness, and faith. Every person, wherever he is, even someone who has fallen low, can revive himself with this. By means of the ways of simplicity and directness, he can find a straight path and proper counsel in order to find you everywhere. Everyone can rise from his fall and descent and come close to you and cling to you. In complete truth and faith, he can please and appease you with simplicity and guilelessness, with prayer and pleas for graciousness as you desire. As the verse states, My eyes are upon the faithful of the land to see to it that they will dwell with me. One who walks on an upright path will serve me.
and fortunate are those whose way is perfect, who walk with the Torah of Hashem. Master of the world, you who perform undeserved good kindness in every generation, in your undeserved compassion and kindness you created and maintained your world 26 generations before the giving of the Torah. At that time, the world existed without Torah and solely due to your undeserved kindness. In your vast compassion, have compassion on us even now. Open your good treasury, the treasury of unearned gifts for us, and constantly perform charity and undeserved kindness for us. Even when we are bereft of words of Torah, have compassion on us in the merit of the great true tzaddikim. Pour all goodness onto us and sustain us with undeserved kindness, just as you maintained your world with undeserved kindness for 26 generations before the giving of the Torah.